Hello, and thank you once again for joining us this beautiful, beautiful day on trading problems for promises. So today, we're going to talk about worry and how we can turn our worries and fears and anxieties that we have and give them to the Lord and focus on His promises. This morning, my husband and I were reading the devotional, Walking with Jesus, it's a nice little devotional that uh, I read every day. It's got a day and night one. Um, this morning's kind of touched my heart, so I just want to read it to y'all, share it with you. It's called, Lift Up My Chin. Pull back the shoulders that slouch. Lift up the chin that hangs down. Spread the wide palms of your hands and liberate the feet from your sleep. Rise up, dear one, and seize my word to put an end to wasted time. How many dawns will you lose under the muddy shawl of worry? Your problems will scatter like startled insects when you place them in the binding light of my word. I'm challenging you today to fasten your woeful words alongside mine. Your breakthrough is here. Amen. Just found that very, very powerful because that reading alone, it tells you how to stop focusing on your worries and to just give them to Him. Um, so we're all familiar with the Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Um, it says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts in Christ Jesus. Now that is a promise, but we have to pray to God with thanksgiving and supplication, just as it said. And the thoughts that surpasses all understanding, our understanding is what that's saying, not God's understanding. He knows what you're going through. He's been through it. And he will help you through it. Okay? Um, so, with that being said, I also want to talk about what worry is and what it can do. And um, how it's a very evil thing, actually. Um, so, with worry, what worry is, is when we... Think about concerns or something and we're faced with a situation and we don't know what to expect. So we start thinking everything that could happen, right? And that distracts you. That's when the enemy creeps in. And just, just remember this. When the enemy cannot destroy you, he will try to distract you. And worry is a form of distraction. So let's not get distracted by worry and anxiety because remember, if it's not from peace, it's not from God, okay? That's a promise as well. So in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25, it tells us this, anxiety in a person's heart weighs it down, but a good word cheers it up. Just like the reading had said today, what's the good word? The word of God. Why worry when you can just 
talk to the number one doctor that you need and open the Bible and he'll take all your worries away. He'll tell you what to do. Now you might not hear clearly at the time and you might not like what he's telling you to do, but he promised us that if we listen and we obey to what he says to do, Wait, that burden is going to be gone and lifted off of our shoulders. He is going to take it for us. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus even tells us, and it's in uh, the CSB Bible, uh, it's also labeled the cure for anxiety. So, anxiety comes from worry because you start to worry so much that you start to build anxiety in your heart. And that is what distracts you from the word because now you're so worried about what's gonna happen. So let's read Matthew chapter six, verse uh, 25 through verse 30. Um, Jesus teaches us here, we might go a little bit further. Jesus teaches us here and Jesus is the cure for anxiety with his very own teaching. It says, Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear, or anything like that is what it's saying. Don't worry about all this stuff, okay? Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add a moment to your lifespan by worrying? Now that's a powerful verse that I heard a long time ago, but it hits you differently. When you actually aren't worrying, you realize how much you were worrying, and you realize that by worrying, it's not gonna add a day to your life nor take away a day from your life. So we're going to continue now. And why do you worry about your clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the fields grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon on his splendor was adored like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass in the field, which is here today, and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much for you? And then he asked, this is a question that he asked, you of little faith. So faith also ties into worry. Faith also ties in um, to worry because when you worry, you're not trusting God to provide and to take care of you when it's promised in his word. This is Jesus speaking. This is a promise straight out of Jesus' mouth. So we're going to continue. So don't worry saying, what will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things will be provided for you. That is a promise from Jesus. Seek first the kingdom of God. God. 
Search his word. Surrender yourself. Seek the Lord. Draw closer to him and he will draw closer to you. So we're going to continue. Verse um, 34 says, Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of itself. So right there he's telling us, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about next week. Let's not worry about a doctor's appointment that we have, that we're going to see the doctor for an issue. Let's not worry about the things of this life because we are promised to be taken care of and provided for. So the Lord tells us to fear not, which also means not to worry. It's mentioned 365 times in the Bible. Could be more, could be less, but round about 365 times. That's a promise for every day. So when we wake up and we pray, let's say, Lord, help me to fear not. So I want to bring us back to Philippians, the end of, uh, I'm sorry, chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. And at the end of verse 7, it tells us, He will guard, we need to guard our hearts in Christ Jesus. So how do we do that? We talk to God about our concerns, right? We renew our minds to his word and we continue to trust him. Guard your heart from anything that tries to creep in, okay? Anything that distracts us, from the Word of God is evil and worry is one of these things kind of like you're out in the water right and you're the boat let's say you're the boat and you're you're the anchor is worry right so you take the anchor which is your worry and you throw it in the water right and it sinks deep and it anchors you in right Well, here's God's hand reaching in to grab you, okay, to pull out the anchor. If you don't let the Lord pull that anchor out, you're going to continue to sway back and forth, back and forth, thinking of things and what's going to happen next or all these evil thoughts are going to creep in, right? And you're going to start swaying back and forth, okay? You're going to be like a boat in the water, rocking back and forth, not getting anywhere because you're stuck in your worry. But if we let God pick up that anchor and anchor ourselves and our hearts and anchor him in our hearts and let him take that burden, you will notice the difference. You will feel a difference. I speak this because I know this from experience. For so long I struggled with worry and anxiety. And I still struggle with it, but I give it to the I give it to the Lord every day. So I pray that let us not worry about things. Let us give everything to the Lord. 
Let's talk to God about our concerns. Let's renew our minds in his word. Let's knock and he will answer. Let him do his work in you. That's what he wants to do. He's already paid the price. There's nothing you have to do. You just have to accept him into your life and just know that he is living. He is a living God. He rose from the dead. So if you haven't accepted Christ into your heart today, all you have to do is surrender yourself. Know that you are a sinner. We're all sinners. We sin every day, knowingly or not knowingly. We need his forgiveness every single day. But surrender yourself to him. Invite him into your heart. Say, help, Lord, help me, please. Help me clean up my heart. And he will. That is a promise. He's the provider. So today, I want to just pray that everybody stops worrying about the things of his life, about the things of his world, about worldly things, because it means nothing. Find our peace in Jesus Christ, because that's a promise that he will give us peace, only peace that he can give us. He don't give us the peace that the world supposedly gives us because the world can't give us peace, but Jesus can. So let's turn to him today and let's trust him today. Thank you for joining us and until next time, God bless you.